welcome to the Crowncast, the very first one of 2021, and this is going to be an exciting one, a conversation about membership in 2021, what's happened in 2020, and uh, the future of Crown Isle, so I'm excited to get going. So am I, Murray. Thanks for taking the time out for this. It's uh, yeah, this is uh, very exciting for me and our team. Uh, we look uh, look forward to 2021 uh, with with uh, a lot of hopes and and uh, you know we're extremely excited about what uh, what 2021 has to bring. Now, first, let's sum up 2020. Started off with a lot of promise, and then March 13th hit, and COVID reared its ugly head. Yeah, it was for me. It was kind of a, a tale of two of two years in one. And, you know, I started uh, my dream job here as the general manager and and uh, things were going great early in the season. January, February were ramping up really nicely. Um, you know, a lot of positive feedback on some of the changes that we had in store and, and that we had already uh, had made. And and then March 13th hit, you know, then COVID uh, hit and, and uh unfortunately took us to a grinding halt Mm -hmm. um so from there was more pivoting and and more understanding um you know the covid protocols and what we had to do to keep uh keep people safe and keep the golf course open and and that was our our main focus uh for for early 2020 there were a lot of successes in in 2020 from a service and a and a golf course and a and a and an amenity standpoint. Can you talk about those? Yeah, I think we did have a lot of success. Our, our team, um, you know, worked very hard through through COVID protocols and, and we were still able to achieve um, a lot of successes in 2020. Um, you know, for me, close to my heart, one of them is, you know, in the member survey, um, not feeling valued as a member um, for me kind of hit home a little bit, right? Uh, you know, we want our members to feel like this is their second home um, and to be a part of a club and, and, a, and a part of an organization where they can come and they can feel really comfortable. You know, it's like cheers. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that we, we talk to them and we know their names. Um, you know, I think we did a lot of work on that with, with increased communication this year, um, listening and acting on members' concerns. Uh, getting to know and building those relationships, I think we're we're really key on uh, on building uh, and making members feel more valued this year. Yeah, and I think the membership survey was part of that as well. I mean, I know that uh, being intricately involved in it, um, you really took it seriously, and the team took it seriously, and that that matters. People spoke. And you listened. That's right. And, and you know, you can see it in, in some of the survey issues that we had with, you know, the general condition of the of the clubhouse and the furniture, um, the amenities, um, you know, the, the menu on the timber room. These are all things that we were able to to fix this year um, and, and make better. And, you know, the things that we were doing well already. Uh, again, I also feel like we, we really improved a lot of those areas as well. So there were a lot of successes in, in, uh, in 2020. You know, communication uh, was a big one for me. Uh, you know, I love drafting up the, the Friday newsletters and letting the members know know what's going on. And, and you know, there's there are still some things that, uh, that came up in the survey that you'll see uh, in the package that you, you get uh, by email that we are going to address in the future as well. So a lot of challenges in 2020. How did your team respond? 
Yeah, there was, Murray. That's correct. And, and you know, there were things that we were able to do during the 2020 uh, season. We limited bookings to one per member. We purchased um, some lights on the mowers to to be able to start uh, start tea times earlier. Um, you know, this winter, uh, we were able to add um, a, a waiting list to the winter program, which has been extremely successful. Um, you know, members have canceled and, and uh, we've been able to get through through that waiting list almost every day. Um, but there are some challenges that we couldn't make or we couldn't change until we went into the next membership season. So, you know, going back to the inventory levels, um, we'll be capping the full play and limited play members uh, this year, which will create more inventory during those peak times. Um, we are moving some of the membership categories to be having restrictions outside of those um, peak times as well. Um, we are limiting local play, local public play to 20 days out um, before they used to be able to book in front of members. Now they'll have to book after members. Um, groups will be a little different because they have to um, they have to plan for their trip. So we're giving them some more uh, some more leeway. Um, and then we're going to start to enforce a more restrictive. Uh, cancellation policy. So that's something that we will email out a little bit later on. But, um, you know, what, one of the challenges we had this year is members just weren't canceling their tea times. Uh, so we weren't able to release them to, to other members. You know, early on, probably one of the biggest um, and the biggest challenge for myself specifically was uh, the backlash that we had from the community and from the province and, and from, you know, really across Canada. I was getting some emails about keeping the golf course open. Um, and, you know, we wouldn't have done that if we didn't think we could keep our members and our guests safe. And, and that was, uh, that was how we were, we were able to keep, keep the course open and, and, and get through that time. And because of that, across North America, golf spiked in uh, popularity because it was an outdoor event. You could you could have the social distancing and you could actually play and be active, right? That's right. And, and that was great for golf, but it was one of the things that provided a lot of challenge for us. So, you know, one of the big challenges, again, with the tee time inventory is our member play. Um, our membership increased drastically this year, but also our members played more golf. So our member rounds went up 50% um, this year over last year, and, and our, our fee-playing rounds actually went down 19%. So we saw a lot more rounds played this year um, by our members, and, and that was great, um, but it did still cause uh, an inventory problem for us. Yeah, so you had uh, a lot of uh, completed projects kind of because of COVID in that if there's a... If there's an opportunity to fix things and there aren't as many people around, you're able to fix them. Uh, can you talk about some of the completed projects? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest ones that we that we saw this year was um, because we had to close the timber room down because of COVID protocols. Uh, we were able to do a, a nice renovation in the in the timber room and launch it with a new menu, and uh, so that was really really big and exciting for us. Uh, we were able to put a new sandwich in place on the tenth tee, um, build a patio area around there, and that really became a, a nice sit down area for a lot of our members through the day. They were watching people tee off the tee yeah. pole. Um, you know, we were able to to put a new tee deck. In, in the driving range, um, which was great. We, we were able to flatten out that hitting surface so there wasn't that unevenness and, and, uh, 
and uh, awkward lies at times. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it was great on that front. The, the fitness center, we got some new equipment and we're, we were able to take out the old uh, yeah. the old hot tub out of there and put some new flooring in. And the new furniture all around all around Crown Isle. Uh, the timber room completely redone, new couches, chairs, all of those types of things. And that uh, very high in the list of complaints in the survey. Exactly. And, and part of that was a big, uh, you know, with the, with the patio furniture was all new patio furniture this year as well. So it, it was a fun year on, on that front where we were able to accomplish a, a lot of those, uh, uh, those projects. And, and a lot of those projects were, were very, very high on the list in the survey of things that needed to be, to be fixed. So yeah, the uh, number one issue on the golf course playability side was the bunkers. And I know that that's a future project that you can probably talk about now. Yeah, we're, we're excited to announce that uh, Colin will be working on a, on a five-year bunker plan to uh, to start to clean up the sand that's in the current bunkers, um, look at the drainage, uh, and, and reshape some of those bunkers. We'll be turning some of the bunkers into deeper grass bunkers uh, just to uh, cut down on that maintenance out there as well. And uh, so, you know, going forward, uh, we, we want to strive to be the best, um, one of the top uh, member resort courses in Western Canada. And, and uh, a lot of the things that you'll see us doing doing going forward um, will be a part of that vision. And the future projects, I mean, uh, let the cat out of the bag. You've got some really cool stuff. We do. We, we're, I'm extremely excited and I know our team is and, I, and I'm sure the members will be very excited. Um, you know, the first thing that we've got coming on board uh, in March is we do have a brand new power cart fleet, uh, easy go uh, lithium ion uh, power cart. So the lithium ion is, uh, is the latest technology in battery. So it's very, very environmentally friendly. The cart itself is 300 pounds less um, than the other cart. So turf damage uh, is, uh, is definitely definitely um, less there uh, and we'll be having a full GPS system in there so um, you know yardage to the hole um, flybys tips to play a hole uh, and then even going one step further to protect the product which is both the cart and the golf course uh, we'll be able to geofence those carts too so you know if it's a cart path only day we'll be able to just allow the carts to only be on the path um, just to take you know and sometimes we know our, our groups can get a little uh, little rambunctious out there and, and we're able to keep them out of areas of the golf course that we don't want them as well. You have more. I know that. Yes, we do. So, you know, part of the, the new carts and part of um, respecting our members' carts is we're going to also look at repairing a number of the uh, cart paths and, and those areas. The biggest thing and probably most exciting is, is going to happen um, near the end of this year. And we're going to be redoing the entire driving range structure. So we're going to be building a two-level 20-bay uh, driving range, uh, 10 on the bottom, 10 on the top. And the bottom 10 uh, will be outfitted with the latest top tracer technology. Uh, this is so much fun. Mm. Um, it's, you know, you can track your golf ball in the air. It tells you how far it goes. You can play a whole bunch of different games. You can bring your buddies. Um, and, and it's going to be indoors during the winter. So you're going to have a place to hit balls indoors. Um, practice sessions. There's an app that you can, you know, if you're a practicer and you want to, you want to see how you're progressing. There's a there's an app that shows you all of that information. We're going to have new driving range mats on top 
of that, we're going to start building a new short game area. The far right-hand side of the range is going to be some more covered bays. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting, really exciting. Yeah, that is. And then that is the latest and greatest that's out there for golf. And uh, that's what you want Crown Isle to be known for as well, right? That's right. And, and it was, you know, when I first started talking about this, for me, it was envisioning how do we bring the not so avid golfer into the game of golf and, and the casual golfer and but was what was really exciting is when we put the member survey out in terms of the number one amenity that wanted to be added it was virtual golf on the driving range mm-hmm. um, so we're going to do that uh, we're going to be building a new teaching studio and fitting studio so state-of-the-art technology for our teaching crew and and you won't have any unfortunately you won't have any more excuses for your golf equipment because we'll be able to get the golf equipment that will suit your game exactly. That's incredible. Now it brings us to our new uh, membership process uh, this coming year and offerings. Yeah, so you know, part of this new offering and, and part of uh, what we're doing is we're, we're looking at you know increasing more financial support for the men's and ladies club, um, a, a huge increased service model for our members. Uh, we're creating more tea time inventory. Um, you know, you'll read the document. You'll understand that we're capping the membership this year. And it, and it goes back to one of our biggest challenges, which was tea time inventory this year. So we want to be able to give our members the value for their membership. So we're going to cap the membership, which is going to allow um, us to have more tea time inventory during the peak times. We've moved um, some of our, our current um categories into a little bit more off peak times which creates some more tea time inventory for the limited and full play members Uh, we are also limiting our local public play uh, to 20 days um, booking privileges so in the past you know a lot of members have come to me and asked why do we allow um, public to to book in front of members Um, so we are going to um, move that booking window so that all of our membership categories will be able to book before our local public play. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, keeping that in mind, you know, we do have groups and we do have larger groups that are traveling and, and planning their trips. So we still do have to accommodate those groups and, and stay and play packages um, further out. But our, our local play will not be able to book before our members. So really it's private club benefits at a semi-private price. Yeah, and that and that's, you know, for me that was our my vision is, you know, we have such an incredible facility here um, and to take advantage of it and and really make the members feel like this is their second home and and give them that service that they deserve and 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 you know, again create more value value in the membership and you know these things that we are doing you, you know you will see an increase in price um, in the membership um, packages this year um, but again when we're giving more tea time inventory to the members and allowing them to have more access to the golf course earlier access to then public play um, you know even the the limited membership uh, this year we've given them a 25-day booking window which now staggers our, our, our full play at 30 days, our limited at 25, and then the rest of the membership at 21. So all of those things um, add more value to the membership, um, which, which you know, we do have to charge a little bit more for. Um, those coupled with, you know, as you know, uh, operating expenses this year with COVID um, and minimum wage going up next year, 
those are all things that uh, that kind of went into the thought process in, in how we, we built this year's membership dues. So the membership renewal process will change a little bit this year as well. It will. You're correct. Um, so today is Monday when you receive this email. Um, on Friday of this week, you'll receive another email from us. It'll be uh, electronic form uh, that we ask you to fill out. Um, and basically, it's just going to be your name, your email address, and it's going to be you choosing which membership category you want to secure. Um, now, because we are capping um, some of the membership categories, this is extremely important to make sure that you get in um, prior to February the 5th. Um, once February the 5th rolls around, if our caps aren't full, we will start to market some of those memberships to the general public. Um, but we, we want you know, our members to have first crack. They've supported us. Um, you know, they've been consistently supporting us. So we want to make sure that they have first crack. Now, that makes sense. So really pay attention to those, uh, those marks, those deadlines, and, and uh, follow them because uh, it's important if you want to be in the loop for next year, right? That's right. And what it is, is you don't have to pay at this time. It's just securing your spot. Now, when we do come to paying time, um, you know, if we are oversubscribed, there will be a waiting list. Uh, and as always, membership dues are due on March 31st. Uh, and if they aren't paid by the 31st, um, then we will start to go down into the waiting list. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you'll lose your spot at that time. Keeping in mind that we want to be the very best resort and and golf uh, course in uh, Western Canada, um, you've added to the team and quite impressively. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, my vision is I want the best for our members. Um, so I've, I've added an incredible head professional um, from Point Grey Golf and Country Club, uh, Jared Simonoff. Um, you know, he was the assist, associate professional over there, um, second in command, and um, just an incredible skill set, great personality. Uh, and he's going to be a really, really, really good uh, addition to our golf shop team. Uh, and then on a food and beverage, uh, we have Christine coming from Whistler. Um, Christine has a, a lot of experience at the Tap and Barrel um, over in Vancouver. Uh, very, very uh, energetic, um, uh, high-end restaurant that uh, that I, I feel like her experience there is just going to just going to take our our timber room experience to the next level. Now, Crown Isles Future. Um, this is exciting stuff. Yeah, and, and it's all part of our vision, again, of being one of the best in Western Canada, both for our members and our guests. But uh, we're looking at uh, future capital projects uh, that involve pickleball courts, uh, a pool, a spa, um, fitness center, um, fitness classes, a hot tub. Um, just a, just a, a really exciting time uh, for Crown Isle. And, and the goal behind this is that we want the members to feel like they can come here. As mentioned, it's their second home. Um, you know, the, the, you know, Mrs. Smith can go golfing and, and leave Mr. Smith and the, and the two kids at the pool for the day and, and relax. And, um, you know, we can have golf groups come in and the husbands can go play golf and the, and the wives can go to the spa. And we want to create that amenities building for our community. Our Crown Isle community is extremely important to us. So we want to make sure that the, the people in the community use, you know, our club as as their second home as well. So uh, the future for Crown Isles is, is extremely bright. Um, we're going to continue to invest in, in team members. I want to make sure Crown Isle is the best of the best 
for our members and for our guests. And so, so that's the, that's the vision going forward. And, and, you know, we're lucky that we have the support um, of the ownership at Crown Isle and, and he's, he's as excited, if not more excited than I am about the future and the direction that, uh, that the club is going. And it's really a fulfillment of the vision of being a world-class resort and golf community because it brings the whole thing together, right? That's right. And, and, you know, to me, you know, whether it's our, our members, um, playing daily and being able to just hang out at the pool or on the patio, or whether it's, um, you know, guests coming in from out of town that they throw their keys in the drawer and they don't have to take the keys out of their drawer for four days because we have everything that they need. Uh, so we want to make sure that we have everything that our members need and our guests need. And that's our vision going forward. Fantastic. Hey, Bill, thanks for taking some time to really put meat on the bones and to explain the reason why the why is so important, the why behind the what. So uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, no, my pleasure. And, and you hit the nail on the head there, Murray. You know, uh, the why is important. And, you know, we put this package out there and, and my door is open. Um, my phone is is right beside me uh, during these COVID times. Feel free to give me a call, pop into the office, and, and I'm there to answer any questions and, and further explain if you have any questions as to why we've done certain things. And, and I think that's a big part of making you feel valued as a member. Thanks, Bill. You bet.